oil and gas spending rockets on security concerns and Rwanda keeps key rate at 7%. From over 869 cities, 121 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. According to the International Finance Corporation, SMEs face significant challenges in accessing finance markets and technology in Africa and in Uganda alone. SMEs account for 75% of the private sector employment, yet only 16% have access to formal finance. This lack of access to resources combined with the impact of COVID-19 pandemic and several other challenges has created a need for innovative solutions to support SMEs and enable them build resilience and grow their businesses. On this episode, the Executive Director of the Federation for Small and Medium-Sized Enterprises, Mr. John Walugembe, elaborates on their partnership with the Innovation Village and why digital transformation for SMEs is no longer a choice. Firstly, we are collaborating under the Digital Economy Program to support SMEs to transition digital because we recognize that since the COVID-19 pandemic, digital transformation is not a choice. Every business must digitally transform. You can't say, I don't need it. So it's important that every SME appreciates the power of YCT and the power of digitalization in their business. So since 2018, the Federation has been working on digital literacy issues, and we found a lot of challenges. The first challenge is that challenge has been around digital literacy. Many people do not know, many micro and small businesses do not know how to use their phone to grow their business. Because this phone is a whole computer. You can find all kinds of benefits for your business. But most SMEs don't. They just call and receive messages. At most, they'll use WhatsApp, and that's it. So what we need to first unlock is this issue of digital literacy. Because we can do everything else. But if we don't unlock this, then SMEs are not going to take advantage of the services that will be offered. Now, the other issue is around supply. Now, you know, the Innovation Village has young, is a village of innovators and young people who come up with solutions that could potentially be life-changing for small businesses. But that connection is not there. And this thing we you know is bridge, bridging that demand and the supply. That demand are the SMEs. Because at the end of the day, they are the consumers for these young people and the young innovators that come up with all these revolutionary solutions. So this thing is extremely important because it bridges demand and supply. For the supply bit, the SMEs and the young innovators here will understand more what are the pain points. Because before you come up with a solution, you must understand what is the pain point that I'm trying to, uh, to solve. Two, from the demand side, you must understand, okay, this solution is coming to solve this problem. And I have inputted into its design, therefore I'm able to pay XYZ for it. So in that way, you're able to create a synergy and a meeting of minds. The other issue is around ecosystem actors working together. Innovation Village is in the ecosystem supporting SMEs because it's one of the focus sectors. The Federation of SMEs is the umbrella body for SMEs in this country. We, for instance, have been working in refugee areas. The Innovation Village wants to make entry to see how we support refugee-owned business. It's better you collaborate. See, so it makes sense that we collaborate in addressing some of these issues. We've talked about the issue of cross-border traders. 
how do we come up with solutions that can enable them to take advantage of the bilateral and multilateral trade agreements? We've talked about the African continent of free trade. You see, we must ensure that our PCMEs are digitally savvy, take advantage of the AFCFTA. You see, you have a potential market of three trillion US dollars. How do you ensure that SMEs leverage this market? Digital is the way to go. They cannot compete on the continental, continental marketplace if they're not well prepared to digitally engage with suppliers. We talk about issues of data security. We talk about privacy. We talk about transactions. How do you pay? How do you receive payment? All these things. So we think that now is the time to discuss digital transformation for SMEs. We recognize that a lot of SMEs are facing challenges that have alluded to around literacy. There is also the issue of the quality of the network, the broadband network, because in certain areas you find that the quality is not as good as you would want. There are also other infrastructure challenges. There are places where electricity is on and off, so that interferes with digital adoption. But let's start from where we are, as opposed to saying, okay, we shall move when all those solutions are addressed. So let's start with the SMEs that we believe are, are almost there, but need a little nudge. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Just above 32 billion Kenya shillings has been wiped off investors' wealth at Safaricom's counter at the Nairobi Securities Exchange as the market reacted to a 22.2% drop in earnings for the year ended March 31, 2023. Yesterday, the market quoted the telco's share price at 14.80 Kenya shillings, having shed 2% in value compared to 15.3% on on Wednesday. The telco's profitability stood at 52.48 billion Kenya shillings from 67.49 billion Kenya shillings posted in 2022. This is the third consecutive profit fall after it posted a 6.8% profit retreat in 2021 to 68.67 billion Kenya shillings, which was the first in nine years. The board has recommended a final dividend of 0.62 shillings per share. Safaricom PLC Chief Executive Officer Pitan Degwa attributed the drop to harsh economic times that saw customers cut on their voice budget opting for social media. High investment costs in the Ethiopian market also ate into their profits. Mining production in South Africa shrunk by 2.6% year-on-year in March of 2023, following an upwardly revised 7.6% slump in the prior month and compared with market estimates of a 5% decline. It marks the 14th consecutive month of contraction in the mining activity, though much softer than in the prior month amid smaller decreases in coal, nickel and chromium ore. Additionally, gold output grew significantly. On the other hand, diamonds recorded sharper declines on seasonally adjusted monthly basis, mining production advanced by 6.5% in March after an upwardly revised 7% slump in the prior month. In a quick trip around Africa, globalization, digital transformation and automation are creating a skilled worker shortage and an unprecedented need for reskilling and upskilling. This is according to the World Economic Forum. In its latest Future of Jobs Report 2023, the lobby says this could be a great opportunity for non-degree holder workers who have been hit hardest by labor market disruptions in the recent past. It adds that the two will also help both the degree holder and non-degree holder workers who were displaced in the wake of COVID-19 to access new jobs. 
for the future. The report further forecasts that 61% of the current workers will require retraining between now and 2027. It attributes this to shifting labor market enabled by digital connectivity, forcing employers to embrace skills-based hiring and micro-credentials to address skilled talent shortages at scale. The lobby says skills-based learning can provide an equitable and fast-tracked path to new careers for job seekers while expanding and diversifying talent pipelines for employers. However, for the already displaced workers seeking new platforms, the lobby says they will need flexible and affordable rescaling pathways to successfully transition into new digital jobs. Global energy reliability concerns are triggering a surge in oil and gas investments after Russia invaded Ukraine. Expected investments in fossil fuels in 2022 and 2023 surged by 140 billion US dollars. This is according to Reistad Energy Research. Before the war, the two-year total was projected at 945 billion US dollars. But as the war sparked shortages and sky-high prices, expected spending has jumped to almost 1.1 trillion dollars. Of the $140 billion growth, Shell production attracted most of the limelight with an additional $80 billion increase as activity climbed 30% and pricing for oil-filled services jumped nearly 50%. Offshore production accounted for $40 billion in growth while other onshore activities expanded by an additional $20 billion. Energy security concerns have unlocked significant additional investments in oil and gas, boosting spending forecasts and sending the expected timing for peak oil demand out in time. The first wave of extra spending over the past 15 months mainly went to oil and gas, while low-carbon industries faced a slowdown due to high inflation and shortages in the supply chain. But low-carbon spending will bounce back as energy security is not only about securing oil and gas here and now, but also about securing cleaner energy for the future. The National Bank of Rwanda left its key interest rates steady at 7% at its meeting on May 11, 2023, after raising it by 50 basis points in February as inflation remained high despite signs of easing inflationary pressures. The annual inflation rate in Rwanda dropped to a seven-month low of 28.4% in April of 2023, down from 31% in March and a peak of 33.8% in November last year. It's expected to continue decelerating until it converges to its target band of 2 to 8% before the end of year, assuming improved performance of the agriculture sector for the second half of the year. Meanwhile, the Rwandan economy is expected to grow 6.2% in 2023, moderating from an 8.2% in 2022, mainly reflecting a slowing global demand. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial, and you can find me at Withadong.